Hello beautiful humans and welcome back to the 37th episode of the Let's Grow Girls podcast. My name is Amanda and I am your host. So, I've got some news. I'm fairly certain that this might be my last podcast episode by myself for a little bit. Um, For those who don't know, I am moving into college in just a few days um I have like a full day and a half left at home and then I'm going up to New York the night before I move in and then Thursday morning bright and early I move into school and the rest is hopefully history um I have an absolutely lovely roommate who I've roomed with in the past uh we were roommates for two weeks uh, for this high school conservatory that we did. We had absolutely the best time. She is just lovely. She's hilarious. We have incredible banter. She's a load of fun. So I'm hoping I that I'm going to open up a new chapter for this podcast with just a lovely person um, to banter with and just get some other ideas flowing truly i mean i just i've been wanting to have someone else on this podcast for so long and this is just the perfect opportunity um because now i don't have to like make her be quiet for a half hour or have her leave the room or something like that and it's just gonna be great um so it'll be so much fun and so if you want to join for that ride welcome aboard so in today's episode, I am going to be talking about accepting and embracing the unknown. There is always unknown in the world, and we never truly know what's going to happen next. We can make up fantasies of what we think is going to happen, and we can plan and plan and plan, but at the end of the day, we can never guarantee what others do or how the natural world and, the, and our surroundings acts and reacts. Often, this is where a large portion of anxiety stems from, as we cannot control our surroundings and what our future holds is entirely unknown. Um, For me, I am entering a world of unknown, and that is terrifying, like utterly terrifying. Um, So, as mentioned, in two days, um, I'm moving to New York, starting college and making every decision that impacts the rest of my career and life, basically. Um, That is quite high stakes, and it is so scary. But I'm also insanely stoked and so very excited. Um, Yeah, so I'm kind of starting to accept, like, okay, it's time to be a big girl now. Um, I've been highly independent most of my life, and I've... I don't know, I've always had that sort of maturity and I've always been able to take care of myself and do things on my own, but um, now it's me against the world. Um, New York can be a scary place. It can also be absolutely lovely and stunning and so incredible in a thousand different ways, but it's also very scary. And as someone who grew up in a very rural, middle-of-nowhere place in Pennsylvania that's a big change. And there's so much I don't know about. I can prepare as much as 
I possibly can and I and I'm reading all the things that my college is sending me and I've learned so much about safety in the city and all that stuff but um you know um there's only so much preparation that you you can do besides just going there and just taking it all in and you know rolling with the punches and just learning from all the horrible mistakes and if I make it out alive that day then it's that was a successful day um through most of my life anxiety and the fear of the unknown has stopped me from following my heart I am so done with living from the sidelines and I'm ready to conquer the world around me without the anxiety of the unknown stopping me I mean God, that's, I stopped myself from doing so much in high school, and in middle school, I was far less afraid, I, because I was very comfortable in my surroundings, because I was basically raised in the same group of people, you know, from kindergarten through eighth grade, it was all the same people, small, small town school, like, um, I was always with the same peers, and I was very familiar with everything and then I entered high school and everything was so unfamiliar that I I didn't know what other people were thinking around me and I just sort of lost the ability to be comfortable in the unknown and it stopped me from a lot and then when I started going out of my comfort zone COVID happened and then everything just spiraled into a hot mess for me And it didn't come until the end of the school year, uh, my senior year, that I started fighting this anxiety of the unknown. Um, And so I'm really hoping to take inspiration from that most recent experience and just um, use it to enhance my life and this new chapter and just do everything that I can and just embrace it all and just take the world by its bootstraps. I feel like that's a saying. Um, So in the past, what has helped me through this is just, this anxiety is just doing it. Um, Walking into the room, doing whatever life has thrown in front of me. And then I, once I've done it, I have so much less to be afraid of. I can't really be afraid of it anymore because I survived it. I did it. Um, And each day doing things that I don't necessarily know what it's going to entail. um, You know, when not every description of what something is is laid out in front of me. And when I push myself out of my comfort zone, it's a little less bad each time I go through it and even more rewarding in the end because I enjoyed a little bit more each time and then by the time I've done it a bazillion times it's just like wow I've conquered this massive fear I'm so proud of myself I'm amazing (laughs) um throughout this pattern of conquering and dealing with it all I will mess up and make mistakes. But what's great about that is now I know what to fix for next time. And I also know what to avoid in situations similar to this in the future. Um, And it just makes all unknown territories a little bit simpler and not as scary. A little analogy I thought of is this summer I went to Hershey Park um, with my friends. And the first thing they wanted to do was go on the newest 
fastest and tallest coaster in the park. I'd never been on it before. Um, and I was absolutely losing my mind, like shaking in fear. Um, I truly do love roller coasters and I, I always have a great time with them, but I hadn't been on once besides the one, like, you know, like rock and roller coaster and some other ones in Disney. And, um, so, you know, they're a bit simpler than things like Hershey Park, where it's like 50 inversions and so fast and terrifying. Um, and so I wasn't sure how I was going to handle this. But I fought this fear. Excuse that motorcycle in the background. Oh my gosh. Um, but I fought this fear and the unknown. And I had so much fun on the ride. After this, I could ride all the rides without much fear. And each crazy coaster became easier to navigate. And with less anxiety and more and more rewarding and fun because I did the initial really really hard thing I literally did the hardest and scariest one first and then everything else was just super fun um and I want to apply this to as many aspects of my life as possible ride the wildest roller coaster first so the rest feel less scary and are far more fun so that is what I have to say about accepting the unknown in anxiety with the future but with this prompt that i've given myself there's a whole nother atmosphere a whole other idea that can go along with the unknown so another realm of accepting the unknown is moving on from what could have been ah what could have been Sometimes when grieving any sort of relationship, whether friends or romantic, I find situations where you think of what could have been, it takes far longer to get over them than like a typical friendship or relationship. A little thing for me was years ago, I caught feelings for one of my closest guy friends. And when things fell through for us, it was really hard to get over because we never became like boyfriend, girlfriend, anything like that. But we devoted so much of our hearts to each other originally, platonically, and and then not. Um, but we never became more than that. And so, like, we were in the quote-unquote, like, talking stage. Um, but we never became more than that. And there were so many lingering what-ifs. What if I l- waited longer to X, Y, and Z? And what if I said something different? And what if I was less attached? And all these what-ifs, and it was an awful rabbit hole to be in. To be entirely honest, it took me a solid year and a half to get over it, because so much of me couldn't let go of the fantasy of what could have been for us, and there's a thousand other things that went into into it as well, because I, I lost a friend, and something more than that all at once. Um... But in reality, it was the unknown that I couldn't let go of. Um, and I see, I still see that behavior in me now with friendship and other loss. What if I did something different? What if I'm saying all the wrong things and this is why I lost all my friends? Um, and sometimes we'll just never get answers and... 
sometimes we have to remove ourselves from certain people's narratives. Um, I'm going through a lot of that right now where I've lost most friends in my life. But I just have to remove myself from them and not question what my life would be like if I was still friends with them. Um, Because obviously that's just not the way my life is supposed to go. I've tried reinserting myself multiple times and done so many apologies and all the things and each time I've not been accepted or let back in. So that's just the universe's way of saying um, this isn't your path. Um, and I have to accept that their journeys, their new life without me is okay to be unknown to me. And I don't need to dream up a life where I'm still friends with them because that's just, it's not healthy for me and it's, it's just not going to happen. Um, And I've heard from a lot of people, especially on social media, people talk about this all the time, where they're little situationships, where they're talking and they weren't even, like, boyfriend and girlfriend and they didn't have a big fight falling out. It was just, like, maybe, like, a slow ghosting or just, like, things fizzled or something like that Um, just made um, the thing with this person go completely awry. And that's, and it's very difficult. Um... Because then you don't have that solid closure. Like, oh, we broke up because this fight was so horrendous and I knew we couldn't mend it. Or it's when you know things couldn't be mended. Um, that's like good closure. But it's like when there's nothing to mend. Or when effort wasn't even put in to be mended. What would have happened if we tried putting the energy into mending it, or, um, I did nothing wrong, you're telling me I did nothing wrong, why do you not want me in your life anymore, type stuff, so that's really hard, um, but if you're going through any of that, you are so seen, you're seen by me, and it sucks, and it's really hard to let go, um, but it'll happen, And you'll find your people and it'll all be okay. So I have some affirmations to read that I found on the app I Am, which is a manifestation and um, affirmation app. The very important part of that affirmation. Um, And so this is more related to the unknown of like the anxiety of the unknown future and things that could go right and wrong and stuff like that. Um, but we'll see. Um, so the first one, I am a badass and I've got this. I am a badass and I've got this. I'm going to be saying that to myself all week, all weekend as I do my orientation and my class leveling. I'm going to be scared out of my mind, but I know my worth and I know, um, that I work really hard and I try really, really hard and that's all that matters. And the fact that I care so much makes me a badass, and that's cool. It's really cool. So, you are a badass, and you've got this. And I want you to look in the mirror and tell yourself that you're a badass, and that you've got this, because that is so cool. 
Next one. I free myself from the need to overthink. I free myself from the need to overthink. Um, you know, easier said than done, but um with accepting the unknown, it's it's a it's accepting reality, it's accepting life and that we're going to be out of control sometimes. And along with that, overthinking isn't going to solve many problems, if any at all. Like, yes, of course, you can plan ahead. And if something does go wrong, you might be prepared. But often overthinking is an unnecessary waste of your brain space. And it's not fair to you to be so stressed out all the time. Um, so yeah, I free myself from the need to overthink. Oh, okay. This one says my name in it, but you can insert your own name. Oh, I like this one a lot. It is so cool. It is so cute. Like the picture, maybe. No, I'm not going to post a picture because it says my name in it. But it's this. No, I'm not going to explain it, but it's cute. Um, It says, I free Amanda from worrying about the future. I free Amanda from worrying about the future. Simple as that. Literally what this whole episode's been about. Well, half this episode, and then the other half is, like, relationship, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, I free Amanda from worrying about the future, and I just slay. I free, insert your name here. <laughs> um, I forgive myself for everything. Wow. Okay, I forgive myself for everything. Um, so I feel like this one kind of connects to the second realm of accepting the unknown and moving on from friendships and relationships. Um, you know, I'm not going to say that I'm innocent in any friendship breakup that I've gone through, um, because we all make mistakes and I'm not immune to that. I've said some not great things and, but other people say not great things too, and I've made my apologies and I've tried to show my heart to people. Um, and sometimes people are willing to accept that and that's just going to have to be okay. And But what I need to do for myself is forgive myself or I won't be able to live with myself. And... At the end of the day, all you have is yourself. And if you can't even live with yourself, then you have nothing. So, I forgive myself for everything. Um, let me find one more that, like, really speaks to me. I'm so sorry. Okay. I am better than my obsessive and negative thoughts. I am better than my obsessive and negative thoughts. I am one of obsessive thoughts, constantly obsessing over all things, anything, everything, obsessed, obsessing, and often they're negative or they're not doing me any good. Um, so I am better than that and I am better than the obsessive thoughts about what I could have done with these friendships and relationships and what I can do in the future in the unknown. Um, so I'm better than my afterthoughts of dealing with the unknown. Um, I'm better than that. And you are too. You are better than your obsessive and negative thoughts. So now on to our thought-provoking question. 
Let's see what we have today. Hmm. What if I... What? Whoa. What if today I stopped thinking about the past and focused more on the present? Wow. So there's no time like the present. Um... Let me read this one more time and then I'll get talking. What if today I stopped thinking about the past and focused more on the present? So that's something I do. I really dwell on the past, um, as mentioned. And I really struggle with staying present, whether it's I'm worrying about the future or worrying about the past, even though the past has already happened. It's like the past has already happened. You can't go back and change it. So worrying about it isn't going to change anything. Surprise! Worrying about it's going to change nothing. Whatever you said in the past, it can't be changed. That sucks sometimes, but it's really great other times. Because if you can learn how to let go of what you said in the past, what you've done in the past, if you learn to let go, then you'll just be living a much more present life and you'll be much happier. And it's great that we can't go back and change it because each little thing that we've done um, has led us to be how we are. I remember, I think I saw this like Spider-Man movie. Yeah, it was like an animated one. And this was like two months ago. It's like one of the, it's like the Spider-Verse and it's the second one. Spider-Verse, Spider-Man, people are hating me right now because I'm just talking about it like, that um but it was like something spider-verse and it's a second one and they are talking about these canon events um i haven't even seen the first one so it was wild for me to try to figure out the second one but it was fun and they're talking about these canon events and how they can't go back and change things because if they change one thing everything's ruined everything's messed up these canon events can't happen and then everything in this verse like is awful and it's it it's not going to work and everything's going to be awful. And that's what I think about life. If we somehow have the ability to go back and change something, even if we said something negative, not great, um, well, we can't change it now. And every reaction to that um, has led us to where we are now. And so what I say to that is, you know, always do your best to be your best version of yourself so you put yourself in far less predicaments where you feel like you've screwed up a bunch um but obviously your best is not not always just gonna be the best we all have our our days and our times and our places of growth and so yeah um Think of it as your canon event. I know canon events, like, something super popular that people say on TikTok, even though I, like, see it on Instagram reels now and stuff, whatever. But, like, it's your canon event. You have to go through it. It has to happen. And there's no reason to dwell on it because it's why you are the way you are now and why your life is this exact way. And if you changed a single thing, your whole life could be entirely different. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's a bad thing. But that's how it is and that's how it's supposed to be let's finish off with some some gratitude today i am grateful for my lovely family my lovely friends and support system um i have this i have some lovely dance teachers that 
are absolute mentors to me and I and I think about their kind words a lot and I just want to say thank you to them um Mama Shay absolutely adore Mama Shay she's just always shows her love and support for me that's one of my dance teachers that I have that's just can always give me a good hug when I need it so thank you Mama Shay I don't think you're listening because you have a whole family to take care of and tend to so but big fan of you and you deserve all the love um I'm very grateful for this new chapter I have ahead of me and I'm oh my gosh I saw the Eras movie grateful for that it was so much fun and it was so fun to bond over that with one of my closest friends um who I'm very grateful for you know who you are um I'm just very grateful for all the love I'm receiving in my life right now even in this weird transition time where I'm just so confused and so lost um and I'm just grateful to be alive so thank you all so much for joining me on this adventure of accepting the unknown and embracing it as well and um If you want to follow along on social media, you can follow the podcast at Let's Grow Girls Pod, where sometimes I will post polls and cute little messages to brighten up your day. And you can always DM me if you need someone to talk to. I am a listening ear and I have gone through a lot. So I understand a lot of different things. Um, So yeah, I absolutely love and adore you all so much. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah.